0: We do have a culture in this agency of service. And I think when you have a culture of service and you recognize that we just don't deal with emergencies every day, we plan for them.
1: Serving and connecting the community during a crisis. I'm Laura Whitley. In this episode of The Next Stop, a look at Metro's COVID-19 response. The 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 Next Stop. The Next Stop.
0: The Next Stop. Metro's Podcast.
1: Metro continues to support local public health officials' response to COVID-19 and provide essential service. That means significant operational changes. Metro President and CEO Tom Lambert, along with a dedicated team, has led that effort. And he joins us now to discuss this response. Mr. Lambert, thank you for being with us.
0: Well, Laura, thanks for having me.
1: At the time of this recording, we're just about a little over two weeks into the major shifts that the spread of COVID-19 brought to the greater Houston area with the closure of the uh, Houston Rodeo and other major events in the Houston area. But really, the planning and response from Metro started even sooner.
0: Yeah, we've been working with uh, public health officials, the emergency management partners throughout the region, and of course, following the leadership of Mayor Turner and Judge Hildago, of what Metro needed to do to make sure that we continue to provide essential transportation services. Folks are using our services to get to health care. Uh, they're using our services to be those health care providers uh, that support this community during the crisis that we're underway right now. But it's also using our services to get to those retail outlets to support uh, the groceries that folks need in this region. Uh, Metro has a long-standing approach toward an all-hazards approach to emergency management and so clearly the planning we've done in the past whether it's the lessons we've learned from hurricane harvey or tropical storm allison the thing you learn in that all has approach is that you have to be flexible and you have to be adaptable to changing conditions so i'm very proud of the organization we've uh, been adapting to the circumstances as they've changed we made sure that our messaging has reinforced uh, the guidance we've gotten from public health officials, a tremendous amount of effort in social distancing, messaging, and then how we've adapted the operation to reinforce that message as well.
1: Let's dive in a little deeper. Let's talk uh, about, uh, you know, some of these operational shifts uh, that have occurred uh, really in just sometimes it's day-to-day that that the changes come about, um, social distancing operations. Uh, let's talk a little bit about... Uh, You know, how you can continue to operate uh, a bus uh, that has, you know, it puts people together, but figure out how to spread them out and and, and the other vehicles that we have.
0: Well, again, I want to begin by complimenting the staff and I want to continue to reinforce their creativity and their willingness really to look outside the box. Um, We worked with the staff and said, how could we reinforce the message on board our vehicles of social distancing? So they came back with a concept of how could we basically mark seats to say, don't sit in this seat, sit in the next seat. Uh, And so it's really beginning to look at how could you adapt a transit environment to fall within that six-foot range of social distancing? And how could we use uh, signage? How could we really highlight the message Of letting folks know to do that whether you're on a bus or you're on a train we also did that in our paratransit service Uh, normally our paratransit vans can carry uh, four wheelchairs at a time Uh, we now are limiting that to two wheelchairs at a time to, to again reinforce that social distancing message but we also looked at some other features not only did we do posters on Uh, on board of all of our buses and trains, but we did them in all of our rail platforms. We've done it at transit centers. Our social media team has been very aggressive in uh, marketing that social distance message uh, throughout uh, all of our communications. Uh, Our marketing team developed all the signage and the posters to reinforce. And then our print shop has done over 200,000 different collaterals that we put on board our vehicles Uh, to reinforce the message or on on Metro real estate. So I think you have to be willing to empower people uh, that are very committed to look outside the box. We know we're an essential service. We've got to keep it up and running. Uh, But we also know we have to do our share uh, to make sure that message of social distancing, uh, personal hygiene, uh, everything that the public health officials are saying we need to do, We've reinforced that in all of our messages uh, as we've gotten into our support for the community during this crisis.
1: And this operational plan essentially has brought the customer seating, brought it down by about half.
0: Yeah, what we base the message is we're looking at no more than about 50% seating capacity on buses and the same on rail. Um, We also, and again, I want to compliment the staff, we've reprogrammed all of our destination signs on the buses. So, As a bus operator gets to a point and he's already at or she is already at that 50% seating capacity, we then engage the destination sign to tell our customers to catch the next bus. We've also interlined more buses on routes that had heavy ridership and continue to have it uh, so that we spread out that customer base by adding more service to routes. So we're, we're really adapting the service that reinforces the public health message, uh, but also ensures that we continue to provide an essential critical service to this community uh, throughout this crisis.
1: And the boarding procedures for the buses changed as well.
0: Yeah, and again, I wanna I want to really compliment all of our operators that are really stepping up to continue to serve this community, but in supporting them as well, we're now boarding uh, all of our customers on the local service where we do have two door boarding uh, through the back door of the bus. Uh, we're also going to, uh, and we're in the process today even, of adapting the operator cab environment, if you will, to put a kind of a distancing between the operator and our customers as well. So uh, we're trying to make sure we're doing everything to do that. We've also suspended fare collection uh, because we don't want any uh, interaction between the operator Uh, and the patron in paying their fare, nor do we want people having to collect fares or fare inspectors are no longer um, inspecting fares. So we make sure we're doing all the things we can to maximize that social distancing message.
1: And and you mentioned the operators, and they really uh, are truly frontline employees and so committed to providing this service.
0: They are, and to the degree that they're doing more than just operating buses and trains. Uh, Again, We've had mechanics work with our colleagues in the print shop uh, to get materials prepared that we can then install on buses, uh, our trains. We've had bus operators step up willing to do more cleaning on their buses. We provided hand sanitizers. We provided wipes to the operators. Uh, but they're taking that extra step that reinforcing the cleaning of areas where our customers may come in more contact. So I'm, I'm extremely proud of the uh, employees in this agency. They are passionate about their public service. They're committed to that public service, and they're willing to take a step up uh, in this crisis as they've done in other uh, emergencies that have confronted our community.
1: And again, all of this, uh, the purpose of all of this is for Metro to continue to provide essential services to, to the public.
0: It is to the public and just even to the healthcare workers that serve the Texas Medical Center. As everybody knows, the Texas Medical Center is the largest medical center in the country. Uh, we're still about a third of the trips for doctors and nurses and employees that support health care uh, to the Texas Medical Center are on transit. We're still seeing significant ridership on our park and ride service, on rail uh, for those employees to get to the medical center to the degree we've actually added uh, a shuttle bus service in the Texas Medical Center to help reinforce that social distancing to spread the rail ridership out on buses to get people where they needed to go, but also to assist with social med- uh, distancing for those healthcare workers as well. They're continuing to ride. Right. Uh, and so it's very critical we continue to provide that service to the medical center. It's also critical that we provide those employees to the grocery stores and all the things that are essential to this community. And so we'll continue to do that. We'll adapt our service based upon changing conditions, but we'll continue to do that as well.
1: This total change in our entire world is not necessarily something that we all saw coming down the road. You know, what do you think has been enabled you and the rest of the staff at Metro to be able to respond to this current situation?
0: I, I think that we, we do have a culture in this agency of service. And I think when you have a culture of service and you recognize that we just don't deal with emergencies every day, we plan for them. Um, we also recognize that if you empower people, and you give them good guidance and you give them good flexibility to be able to adapt to changing conditions, they will do that. We also recognize that you got to take care of your people. And the one thing that we've done from the beginning and will continue to do is recognize the value that the employees at Metro bring to this organization and to the community. So the first message is take care of yourself because if you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of others. And so we're trying to make sure that we're – taking care of all of our colleagues. We wanna make sure they take care of their families because if you do that, then they will continue to take care of the community, making sure that we're constantly communicating with the employees so they know conditions are changing and they're changing every day, uh, to make sure that they're hearing from us the reality of the circumstance as we know it and to keep them engaged uh, and making sure that we're reinforcing Uh, You know, there's nothing wrong about caring about the people you work with, and that's what we're trying to do. And they will take care of this community as we go
1: forward. Well, thank you so much for your service and and leadership, Uh, Metro President and CEO Tom Lambert. Thank you for being with us on The Next Stop. Thank you, Laura. For complete information on modifications to service, visit RIDEMetro.org. Customers can even sign up for service alerts that will come directly to your email inbox or phone. We continue to remind everyone to follow the advice of local public health officials. That's all for this edition of The Next Stop. I'm Laura Whitley. If you'd like to check out more episodes, you can find them on our website or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, or Google Play. Until next time, drive less, do more with Metro.